Welcome to the Parenting with Confidence podcast. I am your host, Teresa Alexander-Inman, board-certified behavior analyst and infant-toddler developmental specialist. Today, I am so happy to have my namesake, yes. <laughs> and she spells it right, too. <laughs> yeah, so Teresa Nass is joining us today. She is the founder and designer of West Rock Apparel Company, a children's wear brand, a mom, and this, her words, not mine, of five wild ones, <laughs> and someone with a great deal of experience with postpartum mental health struggles. Who, she hopes that by sharing her story, she'll be able to help someone else feel less alone in their journey. Welcome, 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 Teresa. Thank you for having me, Teresa. Oh, it's so, it's an honor. And it's so funny to keep calling my name and hearing my name. <laughs> <laughs> but we're having fun with it. <laughs> so I want to talk about a not so fun topic, though. You dealt with anxiety uh, at some point in your life. Now, and you know, a lot of parents are dealing with the same, a lot of people are dealing with the same, with that struggle. What did you do to manage anxiety? Um, I mean, if you want to go ahead and talk about the source of your anxiety, that's fine, but you don't have to. But if you can just talk about what you did to manage anxiety, that would be lovely. Yeah. So the first thing that I did, like a huge stepping stone was to reach out for help. It was something that I couldn't take on by myself, especially with a newborn baby and four other kids. I've had anxiety for most of my life, but it got to a point where, um, you know, and it's not the first time it reached that point, but most recently um, I knew I needed help. I needed somebody to talk to, I needed new tools to, to help me manage things. Um, and that's the hardest step is getting to the point where you realize I can't do this on my own. It's too much. I'm in a really deep, dark place. Um, and so that was step number one. Then I found an amazing therapist. Um, I've definitely seen therapists who I haven't clicked with and that's a whole other challenge because you feel like, you know, is it me? Uh, they're supposed to be here to like help me get back on track and it's not working. And for me and my experience, that has happened more often than not. And that's, you know, you just want to be like, oh, well, forget it. It's not worth it. Um, so you're not always going to click right away with the first person that you, that you see. Um, so reaching out for help, finding a therapist, and just um, just focusing on myself. I mean, with five kids, I, I lost my way to myself a long time ago and I didn't really realize it uh, until everything kind of blew up. Um, so just getting back on track, finding things for myself. Um, I talked to a psychiatrist, you know, I explored the medication route. And for me at this point in my life, that wasn't the way to go. Mm -hmm. um, so, but he did actually say um, exercise, like not just a walk down the block, but sweat it out, like sweat out all of those stress hormones, just mm -hmm. get it out of your system. So that's huge for me, just being aware of what I'm eating, you know, like 
just eating, you know, more whole foods, less sugar, less processed foods, um, and just taking the time to to put awareness to all of that. I mean, that takes a lot of time when I'm trying to make, you know, three different dinners and I'm just shoveling handfuls of whatever into my mouth and, um, you know, eating like a taco over the trash can while everybody else is eating. <laughs> so really just taking time to focus on myself. Now, did that take away from the time that you had with your children and how did that impact that? Did did reconnecting with myself take away time? Yes. Like, do you feel like, do you feel like you were robbing your children of anything? That's probably the better question I want to ask. Did you feel like you were robbing your children of time when you took time for yourself? Um, yes. Mom guilt in a big way, <laughs> you know, but then I realized it's, it's, imp it makes me a better person. And so that then I'm better for them. You know, then I show up in a more present way when I'm spending my time with them, instead of my mind spinning, worrying about all the things, you know, if I can kind of compartmentalize isn't the right word, but just like, you know, just choose what I'm going to spend my time on. And, and um, you know, and then I have my time with them and I'm present and focused. So yeah, when you're in it, it feels like, no, I need to be doing this for somebody or this for somebody. Um, but in the long run, I'm a better person for it. And so I'm a better mom. Yay, that is wonderful. I love that answer. And I just wanted to say, because I read somewhere recently that spending five minutes, you know, present with your child is better than spending a whole day where you're on your phone and distracted and your head is everywhere. It the impact is so much greater on your child than, you know, the distracted, distracted time. Would you agree with that statement? I agree 100% because they know they're aware, you know, even from my 16 month old up to my 11 year old and everybody in between, they are so aware of what I'm doing when I'm with them. Um, so yeah, it makes a huge, a huge difference. Cause I don't want them to, to think that like, I just, I'm there because I have to be there. You know, I'm going through the motions and I'm just doing the things. I want them to know, like, I, I value this time with them. So, yeah. Nice. And have you seen a difference in them when you do that? Like what changes have you seen? Yeah. I especially noticed with my six-year-old daughter, she, so we have two, my two, there's two boys my daughter, another boy, and then our youngest is a little girl too. So my six-year-old is right in the middle. So she's surrounded by boys and she really craves the, um, you know, about spending time with me, doing things that mean something to her. She's very creative. She loves to do art. You know, when, even if I just take like 15 minutes to sit down and do that with her, it just, it, I can see it just changes her, you know, her outlook on the day because she is worth that time. She's worth like all the time in the world. But just the fact that she has that time alone with me when I'm not, you know, trying to parent everybody else, just that kind of solo time is really appreciated, even when they're so little. Yes. <laughs> you can't pay money. You can't 
pay for that, um, the dividends that you get from that. Now, is that a special, like, is there a time of day that you do that? Or is it just as long as you find 15 minutes during the day? Yeah, it's wherever we can kind of, um, wherever we can fit it in. And, you know, we like to very loosely, especially in the summertime, schedule out the day, kind of time block different things. So the kids know what's happening when, so it doesn't start in the morning. Like, can I watch a video? Is it video day? Can, is, it, is it time to watch a video? You know, so they can like look at our big chalkboard wall, like, okay, after dinner on Friday is video night. And so otherwise you hear about it all week, right? And so when they know <laughs> that they have these special times coming up and when they can look forward to it, it just, it takes the stress off of them too. Yes, takes big stress off of everybody. (laughs) And I just wanted to add to it also helps with executive functioning, because what you're doing is actually helping them see into the future. So they know what's going to happen is when we don't know what's going to happen, that tends to, you know, that's when anxiety develops. So you're helping your children, helping prevent them from developing anxiety by having that. So that is beautiful. Oh, well, good. I mean, whatever I can do to help them not go down that path. (laughs) Yeah. And these are such easy tips. But the thing is, just like, you know, the five things you should know before you get pregnant that you have listed on there, we don't always think of these things. Right? No. And they're simple, you know, and parents are like, well, how could I, how did I not think of that? Well, you've got 500 million other things going through your head. You cannot be expected to think of everything. That's why we're here, right, Teresa? Right? (laughs) Yeah. Just break everything down. I mean, and sometimes I forget even with my kids. I'm like, well, why did you do that? And then they'll say, well, I didn't, I didn't know. I'm like, right, because I didn't explain it to you. Like we went on vacation a couple of weeks ago. We hadn't been away since pre-pandemic because I was pregnant Then we had a newborn and our four-year-old was, we got there and our four-year-old at the end of the day was like, okay, well, when are we going home? And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't explain to you that we're staying here for <laughs> this many <laughs> nights. You know, we thought like we went on this ridiculously long car ride just to hang out for a day. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and it's like, I just, um, I recently did part, um, not podcast, a TikTok episode on that. It's like, you know, you tell your child, well, I've told you a hundred times, but maybe you didn't say it in a way that they absorbed it. Maybe we need to say it a different way. Instead of looking at the child and blaming the child, how did we present that? Or did we present that? to them you know it always has to come back to us because we're the ones teaching them and as I tell parents you know they learn children learn from us by what we do and what we fail to do and no judgment because we don't know what we don't know (laughs) exactly yes so you mentioned um you know exercise and eating was there anything else that you used to help manage anxiety um, I'm a big list maker. I love a notebook, pad of paper, and a nice sharp pencil. And I've always been a list person. And so my therapist really helped me turn that into a tool to, you know, when I feel everything kind of start to close in, when I like, because I can physically and mentally, I know when anxiety is coming up. So um, I would just start to make a list. And sometimes it's, you know, things that are out of my control that I just have to, you know, just let it go. Or sometimes there are things that, you know, if I schedule things differently, you know, if I 
you know, just change the order of something that we're doing for the day, then, it, then things feel more manageable. So putting things on paper, and I'm also very visual, so being able to see things in front of me and kind of working through it was huge for me. Um, and also just, just, just talking more, just like getting things out of me, you know, because my husband will always say, I know something is wrong. I can see it in your face. I don't hide my emotions very well. Um, and so instead of just saying like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's nothing like nothing's going on. And if I can just, if I just let it out, like the oven broke and I'm freaking out because Thanksgiving is in two weeks and you know, and then it's just, and then it's out of me and I'm not walking around carrying it around with me anymore. So those were two big things that I'm still working on. <laughs> we're all a work in progress, ma'am. <laughs> yes. So yeah, and those are really great tools that anyone can implement. So wonderful. Now I want to ask you, because you started your company, your apparel company, um, after, I guess it was on the heels of postpartum. So how did, like, how did that postpartum anxiety launch you into West Rock Apparel Co? Right. It's kind of a, a funny, like, let's have postpartum mental health issues and a newborn and four other kids and start a business. It doesn't seem like, you know, a path that makes a lot of sense. But for me, it was really important to get in touch with myself. Um, I didn't, I've always been creative. I went to school for painting. I had a, a different business before this one. And so I've always had that creative outlet. That was my time. And that was something for me. And I didn't have it and I hadn't had it in years. So um, deciding that um, this is the time to do this, something that I have been kind of dreaming up for since our fourth baby was born. Um, and I said to my husband, I said, I, I really need to dig my heels in and start this. And I signed up for a, a program, like a business accelerator program for sustainable clothing and accessories brands. And I got into it and, um, and here we go. I said, <laughs> and it was, it was something that, that was just for me, you know, that I took the time for myself and, um, and I got to create this brand and it's been so rewarding. And, um, you know, it, it started in a place that was kind of dark <laughs> and now um you know I, I got the first round of samples back a couple weeks ago and I could actually dress my daughter in the clothes so from going from an idea to you know the the first round that shows up at my doorstep has been really rewarding and amazing wonderful and I'm sure there are a lot of parents listening who have ideas and they're afraid to take that first step now, I'm sure there were some fears, right? When you, oh, before you yeah. decided to do that. Yes. How did you? Yeah. Them? Well, just, you know, the standard fear of failure. You know, what if it, I said to my husband, I said, what if I do this? Like, what if I sign up for this program, which is amazing, by the way, and I have no regrets, but I said, what if we do this and we pay for this course and I spend all this money on fabric and pattern makers and it doesn't work? And he said, but then, but you did it. And then, you know. So that was like the best answer 
that I could have gotten um, because then I thought, yeah, then I at least tried it instead of just having it in the back of my mind. Um, you know, and something somebody said recently was because, you know, going into it, I was like, well, I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do this is, you know, use the people around you, your community. If you don't know the answer and you spend more than like 10 or 15 minutes trying to find the answer and you still can't find it, ask someone, you know, just, just put it out there and you can figure it out. And so that's kind of like, there's no, there's no way to say, well, I don't know how to do it. So I'm not doing it. You know, it's like, if you want to do it that badly, then you can find the way to do it. So um, that has been really nice to keep in the back of my mind too. Awesome. So you overcame your fear just by diving in and just doing it, sort of holding your breath and just, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah, because there's been so many new things too. Like I have a design, a, a design background and then a creative background, but like the business side of things, the social media side of things, all these things, I'm just like, oh my goodness, what like, what do I do? So it's I mean, like you said, you just gotta to dive in and and do it and learn by doing it and making all the mistakes. You know, I tell my kids all the time, you're not gonna learn unless you make mistakes. So I have to remind myself of that too nobody expects you to be perfect right out of the gate. So it's just how it goes. Exactly. Now I want to ask you a question. I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there. So do you think you would have made it? You would have, if your husband wasn't supportive of your decision, how would you have approached it? If he wasn't supportive of my decision, I would, there's no way I would be at the point where I am now. I probably would have you know, kept trying to do it, but without him, you know, taking on all the kids and giving me time to work and just being there as an emotional support. Um, I, I don't know, to be honest, because he has been my biggest cheerleader. He made me screen printed t-shirts for Christmas mm. and stickers and buttons. And I mean, he's amazing. So I mean, without that, I imagine it would be really hard. Like, how do you keep going if, if your partner isn't there for you to kind of like give you a boost? You know, there are definitely days where I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What have I gotten into? And he said, no, get up there, get up there and do it. You got to just get through it. So um, I am incredibly fortunate and I try very hard not to take that for granted. Yeah, that is truly a blessing. <laughs> it really is. You know, and I mean, that's not to say if somebody doesn't have a partner that they can't do this. It may just be a little more challenging and they have to look within a little more and maybe get some help, you know, from their friends and, you know, people who they know to support them. But it's, yeah, it's definitely easier doing it in community than doing it by yourself. But that's not to say, I just want to encourage people who are, well, if she didn't have a husband, she probably wouldn't do it. She would have done it. I believe that you would have done it. It would have just maybe taken a little longer and tried to, you know, trying to get the resources to do it. Cause you know, I was in a group with a, a single mother and during COVID she started a backpack company where she created backpacks. And she said in that time, she made more money in one month than she had the whole year before. And this was in the middle of COVID. So yeah, so I just wanna tell, you know, just to encourage anybody out there, you have a gift, 
let me tell you, you put the intention out there, you pray about it, do whatever you need to do, and it will come. You will meet the people that you need to meet if you set your intention and if you, if you truly embody what you want to do. You know, you've got to feel it and you've got to really think about it and plan it out and know, you know, all of that. And like you said, community, like finding your community. We, <laughs> I have a big family, so I have a large community right in my house. But, um, you know, outside of that, like even just finding moms in my neighborhood who are also creative business owners. So, because when you own your own business and when you're doing things by yourself, like I'm in my attic by myself working and I'm like, what? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so isolating, but just, you know, finding your community. Like there are moms groups, there are parent groups. You just put a note out there like, hey, anybody else work from home? Anybody else like struggling with making reels? You know, because odds are there are other people in your boat for sure. Yes, yes. And, you know, um, actually, because I'm in a whole lot of different groups. So I do, I'm one of those, I'm a restless person. um, So I'm always learning something. I've like, I've, I'm in like three courses right now, learning all these different things. And in one of the groups last night, we had a meeting and this woman said, she was talking about how she built her client base from a hundred to now she's got like 450 people using flyers. She would just go and post flyers in places. So it takes, it doesn't take much to do that. You know, and each of these people, she charges $1,600 for 12 weeks. And I did the math at 450, at 450 clients, she's making $750,000 a year. And she did that by posting flyers and, you know, one person told another and another and another. So people, it is possible. You can do it. That's amazing. Now yeah. I'm going to go make flyers. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I asked her, it's like, do you use Facebook? Do you? She goes, no, because she lives in a rural community. Yeah. You know, and people like her, her um, client base, like they're, they come like a hundred mile, they're a hundred mile radius from where she lives. And because she started off giving, you know, free content and educating people and helping them now, she went from 150 to 450 and, you know, living the life that she wants to, but it started with flyers. So you can go old school. You don't need a computer and Facebook and all the rest of it. You know, we can still do things, you know, horse and buggy still works. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. But yeah, and one of the resounding messages I keep getting, and you have emphasized it so much, community. Stop trying to do things by yourself, people. (laughs) Yes, it is so important. And I know it's really hard to find a community. So sometimes you have to make one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, sometimes you take people from here and there who maybe don't know each other but you know you can all you you have something to offer even if you feel like you don't have something to offer anybody you have a conversation with some someone you you have something to offer so also just don't sell yourself short which is I'm very good at doing that too and it's hard to yeah (laughs) but there is you can find value in everyone so um yeah community is huge 
Yes, it is. And you know, like you said, everybody has something, whether it's just a word you have to offer to somebody that changes the course of their life. You never know the impact that what you have to say will have on someone. And people pay a lot for words. <laughs> you know, like your therapist, you pay a lot for those words, right? <laughs> so you could create something with those words. Whatever your gift is, you can create something to empower somebody. You know, use your mess and make it your message. Um, just like Teresa did. She went from postpartum, you know, she grew that from, you know, she launched from postpartum anxiety to starting her own business, her own clothing brand, you know, and that's huge. So you're a wonderful example, ma'am. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely. Now being mindful of your time, is there, if you want parents to come away with one thing from this session, what would it be? I would say it's important to take time for yourself. You are worth it you are valuable, you, um, you deserve it. You deserve, you know, the hour long at the gym. If you want to do that, you deserve to go out and take a walk. Um, don't sell yourself short. Uh, it's, it's important for your sanity and mental health to, to take that time for yourself. And I also wanted to, to just backtrack for a minute to what you were just saying about, you know, just, your, how important words are. It made me think of this moment I had with my kids. I think after, it was when my fourth was born, he was a newborn and my three, I had my three other kids at a school event and a mom walked by and, and she said, you're doing awesome. And I think I was at a breaking point, you know, with the newborn crying, trying to, we're on a field with a stroller with the other little kids. And it just like, it just, I still remember it. And it was four years ago. So words mean so much. Don't ever hesitate to give a compliment. If, if it takes, you know, a second, it's going to, it could change the trajectory of someone's day for sure. Absolutely. And the thing is, sometimes you never know if you're complimenting your best friend, your next best friend, mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, again, making such an impact and then they're like, hey, you know, how are you doing? And then start talking and then you find you have all this in common and then you start a business together and life just grows. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. <laughs> Gotta be. Yes, yeah. And dream big, please, people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dream big. You can yes. do it. That's right. And I want to direct everybody to westrockapparel.com. Now, it's interesting that Teresa said, you know, there are five things that you, um, that there's a list of the five things that you probably didn't know that you need. And I was just like, I would have got, I got one. So <laughs> check it out. Go to westrockapparel.com. And yeah, it's a cool list. I love it. <laughs> I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. You're welcome. But I just thought it was fun. You know, I went on there and I was just like, oh, mm, never thought of that one. Didn't think right. of it either. Oh, <laughs> like it was just so cool. And then the one, I love the one where the baby looks like it's on a cloud kind of, you know, that was really beautiful. So I'm just throwing teasers out there, you know, <laughs> like baby on a cloud, gotta see that. <laughs> right? What is she talking about? Exactly. <laughs> 
So check it out, people. And Teresa, thank you so much for your time and navigating through all the stuff that we went through before we finally got this going because people, life happened before this session. <laughs> it did. We both had to be patient. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely to meet you. Oh my gosh. The pleasure is mine. Absolutely. And um be well, and maybe we'll do this again. I would yes. love that. Oh, yay! Okay, awesome. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. I wish you all the best. And hey, guys, I just want to throw that out there. If anything has been helpful to you, please share, like, and download. Bye. <laughs> Bye.